Today's episode is sponsored by Alone in the Dark. The highly anticipated new reimagination by Pieces Interactive and THQ Nordic. Play as Edward Carnby or Emily Hartwood to explore your environments, fight monsters, solve puzzles, and uncover the true secret of Dorsetto Manor. Our favorite heroes are brought to life by Hollywood stars Jodie Comer of Killing Eve and David Harbour of Stranger Things, who lend not only their voices, but their appearance and their formidable acting skills to the brave protagonists. Experience a deep psychological story that goes beyond the realms of the imaginable, all dreamed up by Mikhail Hedberg, cult horror writer of Soma and Amnesia. The team at Pieces Interactive is supported by monster designer and legendary Guillermo del Toro collaborator Guy Davis, as well as doom jazz legend Jason Conan, who provides his eerie and haunting melodies for the right atmosphere. Alone in the Dark is available March 20th on PS5, Xbox Series XS, and PC. Pre-order your copy now and escape into the dark. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. This is the Bloody Disgusting Podcast Network. No. This is Creepy, a podcast dedicated to sharing the most famous, chilling, and disturbing creepypastas and urban legends in the world. Whether these stories truly happened or are simply fabrications is for you to decide. These stories may contain graphic depictions of violence and explicit language. Listener discretion is advised. Creepy presents Pretty Pink Confetti Written by Norman Crane And narrated by Cole Burkhart I'll tell you everything, I told the police. I never liked my boss. He was a jerk and treated me like trash. For years, I meekly took it. Something went wrong, he'd blame me. An advancement opportunity arose for which I was perfectly qualified. He'd recommend someone else. 
He never greeted me in the mornings or asked about my weekend. He never remembered my birthday. He was cruel and an expert at playing people against one another. Over the years, he played most of them against me. So yes, I had every reason to hate him. And as my hatred reached its boiling point, I needed a release. In a sense, you could even say I snapped. But it was snapping by my standards. I didn't want to go postal. All I wanted was to order a confetti bomb. Because I'd never done anything like that, I didn't know the first thing about it. For example, I knew there were websites, but not which ones were good, or even which ones were legitimate. So I chose at random and settled on the one I did because the design was nice, the prices seemed reasonable, and they accepted BTC. The ordering process was simple. All I had to do after typing in my email, a freshly created fake one, and selecting a target address was to choose a confetti level. Low, medium, high, or beautiful pink. Because I wanted to get him good, I chose the last option, imagining it would be the hardest to clean up after. I paid, pressed submit, And that was it. Three days later, I received a video in my inbox. I played it. It started off black, but with sound. I heard a doorbell, my boss's voice asking if he had to sign for delivery, some faint knocking about, then a loud thud as if the box had been set down. Next, I heard an unblading of a utility knife and cardboard being cut, and then a deafening bang. As darkness faded away to colors and sunlight, a rain of multicolored confetti fell inside a ritzy-looking living room. I saw my boss covered in confetti, brushing it from his hair and wiping it off his cheeks. But... The look on his face wasn't one of surprise or even shock. It was the look of horror. I saw him feebly lift the utility knife and point it at the camera as the camera moved toward him. Music began playing as if from a music box, but it was the same short melody over and over, stuck in a loop with a single raspy voice singing in whispers. Lovely pink confetti, lovely pink confetti. Please, there's been a mistake, my boss pleaded, his hand holding the utility knife shook. The camera moved closer. As it did, a shadow fell across the floor. A black, inhuman shadow, umbra without penumbra. Crawling forward, crawling on two. My boss's fear loomed ever greater, magnified with every passing second, every subsequent loop of that hideous music, until each crease on his face seemed etched permanently into his skin. Pale and unmoving, he looked like a grotesque statue of himself. 
please, he whimpered. Sing. Lovely pink confetti. Lovely pink confetti. He sliced at the camera with a utility knife. A clawed hand caught his wrist. Sing. Lovely pink confetti, he sang in a heartbeat staccato. Lovely pink conf. The claws tightened. His wrist bled. He gasped. The utility knife dropped to the floor. As a second set of claws swiped almost imperceptibly across the screen, opening four parallel wounds in his chest, four red lines bleeding sickeningly downward. He sobbed. Oh, 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 O'Reilly! You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. The shadow had climbed into his neck. He choked. Animal sounds were adding a perverse and terrible rhythm to the music. Lovely pink confetti. Lovely pink confetti. The shadow enveloped him. The claws carved. His screams. The video ended, leaving me in stunned silence. I had seen things online, but never anything like this. This was a death video, a murder video. Worse, it was a murder video with which I was directly involved. I wiped an accumulation of sweat from my mouth and sat down to think about what to do next. It didn't take too long. After a few deep breaths, I called the police and reported a murder. I have video evidence. I said. Within ten minutes, three police cruisers were out front, lights flashing. The police searched my house, then two officers took me and my laptop down to the station, where I sat in an interrogation room and recounted what had happened. The same story I've now told you. They've asked several times for my boss's name and address, and presumably watched the video. After several hours, one of the detectives returned to the interrogation room and told me I was free to go. Whatever fucked up game you're playing, I don't get it and I don't want to get it, he said, then explained that my boss was alive and that the video showed him opening a confetti bomb, being mildly startled and starting to clean up. Impossible, I said. I saw go home. They gave me back my laptop. But when I opened it later that evening, the video was gone. I had played the video directly from my email account, to which I had purposefully stayed logged in, and now the entire message was gone. When I checked the confetti bomb website, everything was the same except that the only confetti options were low, medium, and high. There was no beautiful pink 
Perhaps I would have even entertained the possibility that I had somehow madly fantasized about my boss's gruesome death if not for two factors. First, the police had admitted the existence of a video, albeit not one showing murder, and now there was no video, so they must have deleted it. Second, when I went to work the next morning, my boss was not the same. I don't mean he'd been replaced by a different person. What I mean is he was no longer sarcastic, manipulative, or really much of anything. He did discipline me with a week-long suspension for my prank, but even that he delivered in a droning monotone, devoid of emotion. Whereas before he would have stomped and thundered and subjected me to a campaign of ridicule and retaliation, now he did nothing. More, he was nothing. An emotionless shell which moved acted, and spoke like an automaton. Sometimes, when he's sitting at his desk, staring bovinely at his computer screen, the light from the adjacent window hits just right, and I can make out an atlas of tiny lines on his face, as if someone, or something, had cut him into pieces before stitching him back together again. He greets me in the morning, remembers my birthday, and I even got a promotion. There is one more thing, however. On a Saturday afternoon, two months after the confetti bomb incident, there was a knock on my door. When I looked outside, I saw an unattended brown cardboard box. It was quite heavy, but I managed to pick it up and carry it inside. Given what had happened, I was hesitant to open it, but curiosity eventually got the better of me, and when I managed to get it open, a deafening bang, followed by a shower of beautiful pink confetti, fleshy, bloody strips of confetti raining down upon my body and upon the entirety of my home. Confetti sliding down window panes, confetti clotting up the drains, confetti gathering in sloppy puddles on the floor. Confetti made of gore. It took me days to clean up, and in truth, there's likely still confetti in the deepest cracks and darkest corners, but there was something else in the cardboard box. A sheet of paper emblazoned with the Confetti Bomb website logo, thanking me for my purchase of their soul-shredding service, and offering three coupon codes for future soul-shredding, redeemable by me, or anyone, at 33.4% off the regular price. For more information, including pictures and videos of the stories told on this podcast, please visit creepypod.com. If you'd like to submit a story for consideration or recommend a story, please see our submission page at creepypod.com slash submissions. 
All stories told on this podcast are done so through Creative Commons share-alike licensing or with written consent from the authors. No portion of this podcast may be rebroadcast or otherwise distributed without the express written consent of the Creepy Podcast production team and the story's author. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Item number SCP-5186. SCP-7160. SCP-7533. Object class. Euclid. Keter. Safe. Special containment procedures. Spreading across the hemisphere and kicking up vast amounts of ash and dust. <laughs> the only thing I could hear was 7219 <laughs> laughing. <laughs> Do you remember your name? Heartland Counseling. Appointment update. I feel them again. Heartland Counseling. Appointment update. They're in my ears! Heartland Counseling. Appointment update. Nobody understands! SCP Archives is a weekly fiction podcast. Each episode, we dive into the strange, the unknown, and the... Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or at scparchives.com.